0: she's a mountain, then you're an ocean.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Lori, and I am the CEO and founder of Inclusivity, and we're a company devoted to justice, kindness, and sustainability, and this is our podcast, Inclusiva Talks, which is all about creativity and equity and kindness. And today, we are fortunate to have with us um, Shadrach Musioki, who is an artist in Kenya, And thank you so much for being here, Shadrach. Thank you. Shadrach recently participated in our artists who share auction and has some really beautiful work. And so it's kind of exciting to have you here to hear about your craft. So I wanted to start by just asking you about how you first knew you were an artist. When did you sort of start doing art?
0: okay uh while i was young while i was a kid i started doing uh, some cartoon illustrations that's when i started working on my on my craft but um while i was during my primary school i can say that's when i started uh, trying to copy the real images of uh, items then uh during my campus life that's my university education that's when i knew that i could turn this passion into something which could. Didn't fit me, so that's when I started uh, working to better my craft.
1: Now, yeah. was anybody else in your family an artist?
0: Uh, yeah, my grandfather, but he was not that much into art, but he's a creative guy. That's where I borrowed the skills from.
1: Okay, so he's pretty creative.
0: Yeah, he's very creative.
1: And how did your family react when you said, I want to be an artist?
0: I can say nobody really supported that idea. My mother really wanted me to grow up and become a teacher, same to my dad. So being an artist in, uh, I can say, in our country, it's not something which you pay mu- that much easy. So my parents did not support that. So I can say my family, my uncles, also my grandfather did not support that. So I was all alone to follow that
1: dream. That's very hard. So how about your family now? Are they more accepting of your choice now?
0: Yeah. In fact, my my dad tells my sister to uh, to follow my steps because uh, wow. up, uh, up where I am right now, I've been able to achieve a lot. because uh, and, and everybody tells my dad, your son is very much at work. He's so talented. <laughs> then my dad is uh, so much proud of me. So uh, he tells my sister to follow my footsteps.
1: Yeah. That must feel great.
0: Yeah, I feel great.
1: So you started really um, deciding that this could be your craft, that this could be something that that you can make a living at, when you were how old? In your twenties?
0: Yeah, in my early twenties.
1: Okay. And where did you start then? When you when you first decided, okay, I can do this for a living. Where did you start?
0: Uh, I can say. Uh, During my early 20s, the money I was getting was not enough to sustain my living. Yeah, so I thought I could uh, use my skills to to, to earn some little cash. I never knew that I could earn a lot of money from the talent, so I could just do some small sketches for my friends Mm -hmm. when they were given some little assignments. Then I could do the sketches in class then i could get just little money then i kept on perfecting it so people started telling me to do illustration nice paint nice paintings for their houses then i started knowing that this is something actually which can become a main source of income for a person then um i can also say there's a a lot of uh, unemployment in our country so getting a job is not that easy so i said maybe it will be a a little bit a little bit hard for me create a job once I'm done with schooling. So mm-hmm. I chose uh, to find something which would keep me busy before I could get an actual job. Yeah.
1: yeah. So you started really with commissions, with people asking you to do things for them.
0: Yeah. Okay. But they were paying uh, right. very little, like around 5
1: So a little something.
0: Yeah, they were paying yeah, very little for
1: that. So what kind of work do you do? What kind? What is what is your art right now? What medium do you use?
0: Right now I'm using acrylics. Mm-hmm. Then I'm, I'm developing a new style whereby I, I use uh, metal sheets where I cut out uh, the prints of uh, certain designs which resemble different items like a car, like an animal. Then I spray paint on them to create something very interesting.
1: So, you cut the metal into a... Yeah, sh- I
0: cut the metal okay. yeah into a certain shape. Then oh. at some point, I put light behind the metal sheet, then it produces something very beautiful. It's a great type of art, yeah.
1: I love that. Um, Shadrach, are there places where people can see your art?
0: Yeah, people can see my artwork uh, in my Facebook, uh, then uh, also my Instagram, yeah.
1: Alright, I will post those when I post the the podcast.
0: Okay. So yeah.
1: For you, what drew you to art do you think? Come up again. What what drew you to art? What is it about art for you that that fulfills you? Okay. Um,
0: my inspiration to do art First, uh, I can say it's my, the uh, the activities which I face every day, like uh, my lifestyle, that is my first source of uh, inspiration. The second source of my inspiration is uh, other people's work. I can just see a certain style. and I I say when I combine my style with a little bit of that style, it can bring out something which is uh, very unique. Then another thing uh, which usually inspires me is the, the dress code of people, mostly people from Africa. I usually use, use uh, dress code for my characters in paintings. Then I usually, I'm usually inspired by nature. I like uh, getting inspiration from nature. Like uh, in my recent, in my recent series, I've, I've been doing art tour, so I've been traveling to very interesting and uh, peaceful places. Then I paint from uh, those places. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. And besides doing art, I think that you do some, you do some educating, don't you? I, I believe you said you do some teaching. Uh,
0: right now, I was, uh, I was able to get uh, some good job. Uh, currently, I'm a project manager in an NGO, an Norway, an Norway NGO based in Kenya. Yeah, they were able to choose me because of my artistic skills. You can also say my artwork brought me in to do this, so I've been uh, managing the projects. Yeah, and I'm also I'm also been able to to work with a certain conservancy, whereby I do my paintings, then with the people raffle by them using raffles, then uh, the proceeds go to the conservancy. Then uh, for the teaching, I usually do mentorship, pre mentorship for kids. So I teach them art because I usually say if uh, my creativity was mentored at a young at a young age, right now it would be very fun. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah So how do the children respond to you teaching? uh
0: they are very happy in in fact uh, when I'm conducting the children events, like almost uh, all children participate because they they see it like uh, being very fun. And I usually say it's very hard for a child to forget something, doing something creative. So I get each and every child into doing the, the mural. So I give, I give each child brushes and they, all, and they all take part in the painting. Then what uh, they really enjoy most is the outcome of the painting. They should say, I do not believe that it will turn out uh, to be something very beautiful. So that proves to them that actually at a young age they can make something very beautiful. So they will keep on practicing that stuff. And they grow big. Yeah. So I can see that is an inspiration to them.
1: And are the kids' parents pretty, are the children's parents pretty supportive of your program?
0: Uh, like I can say most of the kids I, I paint with are a children from a children's homes. Uh, the then I can say, I still get requests from parents who say, "Come and paint with my kids." Like uh, during the holiday seasons, I had uh, a lot of parents who are bringing the kids, saying, "I want you to support my kid uh, to be creative." I, I usually see him uh, doing some sketches. Like uh, sometimes when I'm doing paintings, you can see in my studio I usually have uh, some kids there. So the parents usually drop the kids in my studio in the morning. Then they pick them in the evening while they are coming from job. So when the kids are in the studio, actually, I give them paint, some uh, clay to play with. So they are very much creative. And I see them enjoying because uh, they don't get tired and start doing other
1: things. Yeah. That's that's very nice. So what are your sort of goals for the future? When you look ahead, what, what do you really want? What are you looking forward to?
0: Okay. Um... I really want to be a successful artist. That's why I usually wake up every day and keep on uh, bettering my craft. And I also want to be inspiration to other artists. I want other artists to say I was mentored by this big artists. Uh, I also want to work on my biography so that uh, clients can see the value of my work. Because I can say that right now, a lot of uh, clients you say, you are doing amazing things. I'll be back very soon and buy another craft. You are mm-hmm. mentoring kids. Wow, that's great. I think I should buy this craft and support it. Yeah, so um, I want to do those big things so that uh, they, my clients will see the value of buying my work. Yeah.
1: And did you say you're working on a biography?
0: I'm working on, yeah, my artistic biography. I want to make it uh, one of uh, the most interesting biographies.
1: Yeah. That's, that's a big undertaking. You. Are you writing it yourself?
0: Yeah, I've, uh, I've written it because I can say like right now I've been able to achieve uh, a good number of achievements because I usually use my biography during my art shows and people usually say, wow, interesting you have been able to achieve this at that age because I can say like I was able to sell um, crafts to uh, the president of our country to the first lady or so, and also I was able to be nominated among the top 40, under 40 men in the country. So when people see that in my biography, they are like, wow, this guy is a wonderful Yeah.
1: So looking back, speaking of all those accomplishments, what is the thing that you feel sort of most proud of? What are you, what was the most exciting one for you?
0: Okay, I can say while uh, there are two, while the postman was buying my painting, and also while uh, I was nominated among the top 40, because that, that's a position I never thought I'd achieve. Yeah. Yeah, that came as the biggest uh, achievement, which I never thought I'd achieve. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's incredible. When you were younger, did you ever think that you would accomplish all of this?
0: No, I can say even like five years ago, I never thought I'd like to do this.
1: Yeah. And was there a turning point? Was there a, a point where you thought, okay, this is it? Like I'm, I'm here. I'm really doing this.
0: Yeah, I can say like um, I was um, d- during my initial stages while I was studying the crafts, I was investing a lot, but I was getting little. So I can say I was almost giving up. But I kept on uh, investing, hoping that one day the efforts will uh, start rewarding. Yeah. So, but at some point when I saw people now started getting interested with my interested in my craft, now I started now believing now believe, uh, what I have to do. I don't have another option, so I started. I kept on uh, working on my craft. Then when I started seeing another uh, fruits, uh now now I was sure now I have to. Be, uh, professional artist, yeah.
1: So it sounds like every every time something good happened, it probably built on your self-esteem and your belief that you could do it.
0: Yeah, actually, I could say like um, having uh, accomplished all those uh, achievements usually makes make me feel good about myself because I, even each time when I'm given a job by a client, I usually say I was able to achieve all that. Now this job is just the general achievement. So I'm able to. I usually say, like, if I was able to achieve that, now I'm able to achieve more. So I that has helped me to believe in myself, and also it has helped me to be able now to take bigger challenges. I exactly.
1: like. Yeah. So um, besides working on art, what what are yeah. the other things that you enjoy doing in your life? What are the other things you're passionate about?
0: Okay, um, I can say. The other thing is uh, traveling. I like traveling. I travel a lot. Then I also like uh, writing. Like, um, I write a lot. I like uh, expressing myself through writing. Yeah, that's why uh, January I'll be releasing my first book, which is called Awakening Art. Yeah, so uh, most of the time when I'm not uh, doing crafts, I've been been working on that book. So I like writing, even when I travel, I like going to the peaceful places and I uh, start writing, yeah.
1: Awakening art, tell us a little bit about what that that is about.
0: Okay, um, Awakening art is a, a book which, which talks uh, basically about uh, my life. I was able to, to know I had that, much, that talent, I was able to grow it. Yeah, and I think uh, that is something which other artists need. So that they can awaken the craft teachings uh, in them, and also uh, awakening art is a book which will help people understand uh, crafts, mm-hmm. start appreciating other people's uh, work of art. Because uh, I can say the way people appreciate uh, crafts in our in, in our continent right now, if uh, they read that book, they'll change the way they appreciate the work, and uh, now start they uh, yeah, are buying uh, crafts from artists at a reasonable. Because because uh, now they know the value of art. So basically, the book talks uh, more of the value when an artist uh, believes in himself, invests in himself, so the book will teach uh, my bias about the value, yeah.
1: That's, that's very exciting. So yeah. when, is, when is the book coming out? January. Oh, you, that's just such an accomplishment.
0: Yeah, January 2021. It's a very interesting book. Even the design is very much interesting. Then I am uh, using very colorful pictures because I want uh, the book to be very much interesting even to the kid.
1: Yeah. And will that be available on your? If someone goes to your Facebook page once it comes out, will they be able to order it through
0: uh, there? F- first, I will start uh, by by selling copies, but uh, I want I want my clients to have their book so. When a client buys my craft, I'll be giving him a free copy of the book. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Also to add, uh, to add value to my work. Yeah.
1: So, Shadrach, when you are, are working on a project, are you somebody who sees the whole project in your mind before you start? Or are you somebody who starts with an idea and then develops it as you go? Do you do a sketch ahead of time? How do you kind of how do you conceptualize that? process.
0: Okay, uh first of all first of all when I'm starting uh with a project I usually it depends with if the project is commissioned. If uh the com- if the project is commissioned, I have to to have the idea because I need to get the client to buy the idea. But uh if the project is uh, about myself, oh. uh like I say like um like like for example the the art series the the tour series actually don't have a concept for that because I, I like traveling, then from the inspiration which I get from the nature that I paint, so I don't have a full concept of that. But when a client wants a, wants a certain kind of commission, I love the concept before I start working on the project. Yeah.
1: Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So you do it both ways?
0: Yeah, I do it both ways.
1: So- if you had had somewhere in the world where you could travel, you said you'd like to travel, where would be some place you haven't gone that you would like to
0: okay, first of all, I've never had an experience with snow, mm-hmm. so I've never seen snow, so very beautiful first come to the states okay and, uh, yeah
1: yeah yeah come to me uh, yeah, me and know the experience
0: to that uh, experience so i during my art tour series, yeah. Uh, I would actually like to experience that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Minnesota in the winter would be, and we would love to have you, so that would be perfect. Yeah. So, Shadrach, if you were giving some advice to younger artists, to somebody who's a creative person, what would you say to them? What would be some advice you would give?
0: Okay. Uh, first of all, I will, uh, I will tell them that success is like a yourself project. So they need to believe that uh, they love to happen on their success themselves. Nobody will come to rescue them. So they need, first of all, to be said that they they will work on their craft, they start bettering their craft. Okay, it won't pay at first, but they have to be patient. As time goes on, now they start seeing their fruits. Then ultimately, now they will start enjoying their their fruits a lot than they are enjoying now, than they are working. Because like right now I can say a lot of the goods I'm entering them right now are because of some efforts which were not paying the time and was struggling.
1: Yeah. So you have to work for it, but it's worth it.
0: Yeah, you, you have, have to, to dedicate yeah, for it. yeah, but you keep pay at some point.
1: Yeah. And um where you live right now. It, are things kind of shut down for COVID or are things pretty open?
0: I can say uh, right now, like uh, for the for the place where I'm working, the business is a bit slow because of the second wave. Yeah, we don't have a lot of tourists coming to the country, but um, yeah, I'm still working. Uh, we did not close down our job, so we're still working in my... With the manager, my you know, workers are still working full-time. Yeah, uh, and also uh, for the other businesses, some businesses shut down and uh, people uh, people lost their jobs, but are uh, working to devise new ways in which uh, my projects will sell through COVID. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we are still struggling and we are hoping that we to sell through
1: Yeah. Now, you said that you volunteer, um, are the project manager for the non-profit, is that? What you said?
0: No, I'm not a volunteer. I'm actually employed.
1: Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I didn't. And and what's the nonprofit? What's the um goal of the nonprofit?
0: Okay. Uh, we are we are running businesses. Then uh also we also get some donations from uh, from Norway. Then what we get we support uh, sports and we pay school fees for twenty one girls in the country who come from an unprivileged background, all the way from their primary school up to their university.
1: Okay. So you're supporting children? Um, in-
0: yeah, actually. Yeah, actually I'm working, uh, I'm, I'm leading the projects which uh, provide uh, the money which helps like, uh to, where we pump the money into the project. So the money we generate from the projects will uh, Will fund the activities of the whole uh, of the whole NGO.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, that that seems very exciting.
0: Yeah, it's a tough deal.
1: So, if you look back at your life, can you think of a story about your life that kind of um, just tells a little bit more about who you are? It doesn't have to be about art; it can be about just anything. But any story from your past life that gives us a picture of you.
0: Okay, I can say I this experience I passed through, which uh, shows me that I'm tough. Um, yeah, it's basically about me while I'm struggling uh, about uh starting my art career. I can say because I i did not have this much funds to be able to buy the art supplies and everything, so um, I went and uh, started borrowing money from my friends, hoping that when I kickstart the business, to start right away. Mm-hmm. So, and that was not, not the case. When I started the businesses, people were not even that much about support, supportive uh, to to buy my crafts. So I had uh, some huge debt and people are not uh, buying my crafts. So um I started thinking on oh, how I'm going to sell through this. But I can say, with all that I was able to struggle and uh, at some point I met a client now who I managed to convince he uh, got my craft then I was able now to start paying off and finally I finished over I finished uh, paying off it. so I can say that that made me realize that no
1: Shadrach welcome back you disappeared for a minute uh, what happened?
0: Okay, I, I had some little bit of uh, electricity right on the back.
1: Well welcome back. So the last thing I wanted to talk a little bit about is um, sustainability. So the podcast now has a focus on sustainability and for us sustainability means the whole picture. It means the environment and social um, justice and um, the economic um, equity Sustainability. So, my question for you is: When you think about sustainability, what do you think, and how do you promote that and um, act on that in your personal life?
0: Okay, um, I can say uh, for me, sustainability means uh, uh, living on uh, earth without uh, without uh, with the reduced use of uh, its uh, resources uh, without. Uh, depleting its resources, I can say, let me use the word reduced use of uh, its resources. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I can say reduced use of, uh, reduced cut down of trees, I can also say uh, we have reduced uh, emission of uh, carbon carbon dioxide to the Mm -hmm. environment, yeah. So that's uh, what it means to me, yeah.
1: And and do you in your own life try to live as sustainably as you can?
0: Yeah, on my side I try to do that because um, I can say like um I try to avoid using straws because I uh, I had an experience whereby I saw a turtle which had a straw which had pierced through its eye and it was a very painful experience. So we have uh, these uh, straws from uh, bamboo sticks, which are very interest, which are very much uh, interesting. They are very much reusable, and uh, once they are exposed to the environment, yeah, they uh, they can easily decompose. So I try to use such. Uh, mm-hmm. Then um, I can say I did a campaign whereby I uh, drawn a very disturbing image of a gorilla, which had uh, plastics all over its face, creating something which looked like a wound. So if you check out in my social media, you will see that. So uh, that was mainly to create a campaign against uh, pollution of the environment by use of plastics. Because we had a lot of plastics uh, which were being thrown everywhere. Then um, at some point, uh, when, when, when I see plastics just thrown everywhere. I take that initiative uh, to dispose them at the right place because I can the where they're being thrown in large numbers they can, uh, they can uh, reduce the growth of vegetation and they can also lead to suffocation of uh, animals. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So you use your art to talk about some of these kind of social issues mm-hmm. and to talk about the environment.
0: Yeah, yeah, and also I'm um, I'm having a campaign, which is uh which will be in the year twenty twenty one. This campaign is uh, called Art for Trees. Art for Trees is whereby we are going to, I'm going to do a piece of art. Then we are going to create raffles, which are going for a slogan, uh two dollars. Then uh each raffle will will be used to buy trees. Then uh we'll select a person who will uh. From the raffles, a person will win the piece of art, but the proceeds will use them now to fund the planting of trees. So um, from the number of uh, manual raise we determine uh, how many trees we are going to plant. Then I'm having uh, my friends, I use my friends as uh, volunteers who so are going to take part in the activity of uh, planting the trees.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. I don't know if I told you Shadrach that I just wrote a book on sustainable living and one of the things that I talk about in the book the books coming out um, well it's at the editors right now and it's coming out the ebook will be available at the end of December and the hard copies will be available in April for earth day but one of the things we talk about is planting trees and not using disposable straws so well um, two of the things we talk about so anyway it's just funny that you talked about those because they're directly things that are in the book. So that's very cool. Thank you. And, and wonderful that you can use your art as a platform for helping with these things. Yeah. So that's pretty wonderful. So any kind of last minute words that you'd like to say anything we haven't talked about that you would like to before we close?
0: Okay. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, my shows. Mm-hmm. the kids uh shows uh, which I usually do. And I'll also want to talk about the some kind of uh, art therapy which is more about uh showing uh, like protecting other people. Okay, like uh first let, let me start with the art therapy. Uh right now I can say because of the effects from uh Covid nineteen we have a lot of people who have lost jobs. We have a um, People who are facing a lot in life, so we have this depressed uh, nation. So I, sh- I usually use my art also as something which is therapeutic. So when I get this person who is uh, a little bit depressed, I organize for a painting session because I'm painting, uh, when they get the hand they they ex they pour out what what they have been holding in their heart. On the canvas then uh while they are painting, they're able to interact with the colors and see how beautiful colors are and uh that that is a bit therapeutic so for the ones who have been able to work with them they've been uh, saying that that is healing yeah so basically it's a volunteer uh, it's a volunteer uh I can say it's a volunteer activity because I uh, find that these people who are facing depression they can they can raise money
1: yeah. That's
0: beautiful. Yeah. Then uh, the other thing is uh, uh, the children events. So uh, basically uh, the children events actually get a lot of uh, children who are turning up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is something which uh, which is really very much encouraging. Then um, I can say uh, now to the other artists. Yeah, it's also it's always very good now to mentor the, the young generation because they grow up. Because uh once we mentor them, should I usually say once we mentor them at the young age, now these people will grow with this creative minds so they are able to get involved in the creative uh, activities that will help to uh, reduce some of the uh, issues in the society like uh, drug drug early marriages, early pregnancies. Also debt is that art is a source of employment, so we'll have a little crime. Then um, also, uh, also I always have something actually say, the cure to unemployment is self-employment. So um, once we teach these people how to raise money for themselves, now, able, now we'll, uh, we'll be able to cut this uh, issue for our employment. Yeah.
1: So art is your passion and also your um, mission and the way that you give back to the world in so many different ways.
0: Yeah, so I usually twist my art to suit with the, uh, with the activity I'm doing. Yeah, so I can, what, what, whatever I'm doing, whatever uh, event I'm doing, I usually twist my art to fit uh, in that event and it usually fit very well
1: yeah so one last question that that kind of came up because you were talking about that what do you think as far as healing why is art healing from your perspective what is it about art that that causes that?
0: I usually say like um, when I'm when I'm in the process of uh, of creating art I usually use all my mind there trying to See how, at the end of the day, something will, uh, at the end of the process, how something will look like. So if I'm uh, concentrated in the piece for around two to three days, now I will have limited time now to think about other things which are disturbing, and also um, while I'm um in the process of creating one and I'm seeing how something is turning to be beautiful, night brings about that happiness in my heart. So it does away with the sad feeling. So at the end of the day. Something which was making me feel bad and finding myself happy about the
1: peace I was doing. Yeah. So not only does it give you something to distract you, so something to pull you away from the feelings, but at the end of it, there's this product that brings these good feelings.
0: Yeah, something you are, you are happy about. Then once you post it on social media, people are very much happy about that. You just feel good, good about uh, yourself and uh, you forget the bad thing the negative thing yeah so it has been very much healing. Through.
1: yeah so are you talking about that in your book
0: yeah I' captured all that
1: good yeah. so I think that's important and it will be an important thing for people to read <coughs> um, Shadrach, anything else
0: yeah uh, I think now we are done I've I'll, I'll been able to capture more so I will mind. thank you.
1: Yeah. So much it was a pleasure to see you again and i suspect we'll see each other more in the future yeah thank you thank you bye everybody this has been inclusiva talk sustainability with our guest shadrach musioki thank you for being here mm-hmm.